You watch those nature documentaries on the cable? Yeah. You see the one about lions? Yeah. Look at this lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge mane out there. He's laying down under a tree in the middle of Africa. He's so big, so hot. He doesn't want to move. Now, the little lion cubs, they start messing with him. Biting his tail, biting his ears. He doesn't do anything. Vaness, she starts messing with him, coming over, making trouble. Still, nothing. Now, the other animals, they notice this. And they start to move in. Jackals. Hyenas. Barking at him, laughing at him. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this, and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder, till one day, that lion runs like the wind, eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals who he is. It's too late to be scared. It's time to kill. I'm going to the other room. You come out when you're ready. And she says the most offensive thing to me that you can say to a person of color in the United States of America, she asks me, were you born in this country? And I was immediately offended. I put my hands on my hips and I said, yeah. I was born in this country. She then goes on to ask me, how old are you? I said, 19 years old. She says, are you married? I said, no, ma'am. She says, do you have any kids? I said, no, ma'am. May I help you find something? She then goes on to tell me something that changed my life forever. She says, you look like you could be the next Miss USA. And I laughed at this woman hysterically. I said, lady, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, a, I'm going into my sophomore year at Virginia State. I'm about to commission in three years, go on active duty, be a military officer. Somehow, this crazy woman convinced me to meet her at Starbucks the very next day. She brought this foot-tall stack of pageant books, and she goes on to convince me to compete in my very first pageant. I compete in my first pageant three months later, and I lose. I go back the second year, compete in my state pageant, and I lose. I go back the third year, compete in my state pageant, and I lose. Go back the fourth year, compete in my state pageant, and lose. Go back the fifth year, compete in my state pageant, and lose. But guess what happens the sixth year? I lose. I called her on the phone six years after our target conversation, and I said, you told me I could be the next Miss USA. And she says, Deshauna, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. In June of 2015, this amazing kind of cuckoo woman passes away from leukemia. In December 2015, I win Miss District of Columbia, USA. In June 2016, I'm crowned the first soldier to win Miss USA. And last January in Manila, Philippines, I walked the Miss Universe stage and placed top nine amongst 86 countries.
Do not fear failure, but please be terrified of regret. When you walk out this door into the real world, you will receive a lot of shut doors, a lot of turned down applications. You will hear way more no's than you hear yeses. Giving up is something I did a lot of growing up, and I don't think I really challenged myself to stick anything through until I joined the track team in middle school. I remember having to ask my mom after tryouts and making it to the team for my very first pair of track shoes. Now at the time, she walks into our house and she has a bag that has a nice Nike check sign on it. So I get excited because I wasn't getting new shoes very often. I go to take the shoe box out the bag and I notice that it says a size nine on it. Mind you, in the seventh grade, I was a size five. I open the box and I slide my feet into the shoe and I look at my mother and I said, these shoes are too big. She says, I know I did that on purpose. I was like, why would you buy shoes that are too big on purpose, mom? And she says, because I know that you're going to grow into them. Coach has us line up on the starting line and he wants us to run a lap around the track. As we go to take off, I immediately fall to the ground, twist my ankle because the shoes are entirely too big. See, I couldn't run at the speed that I wanted to because I didn't fit the shoes I was wearing at the time. Now, many of us have goals we're trying to achieve, but the person we are right now is not the person that we need to be when we cross the finish line to our dreams. So we must walk and pace ourselves on this journey to our goals because we haven't grown enough in ourselves to fit the shoes that we need to achieve our aspirations. But let me tell you something, if I had won Miss USA my very first year, I would not have been Miss USA. I would not have been the version of myself that I needed to be to properly handle a national title. Many of us aren't ready to walk the race, but understand that as we walk this race, we pace ourselves and as we pace ourselves, we grow. And as we grow, our foot gets bigger. And as our foot gets bigger, our shoes begin to fill. And as our shoes begin to fill, we can now run a little bit faster. And as we pick up the pace, we get to the finish line at the exact time we are destined to cross it. Do not fear the word no, but be afraid of the possibility of a yes that you have prematurely destroyed because you decided to quit before the clock strikes 12. There are a lot of questions that is going to keep you up at night, but I guarantee there isn't one question that will keep you up longer at night than the question, what if I didn't give up? I am here to tell you in a nutshell that it's okay to walk sometimes. We can dream, we can be ambitious. That is a must when it comes to succeed, but we must also be realistic with where we are in correlation with the person that we need to be to properly execute the goals that we have set in front of us. Today's episode is entitled, Don't Fear Failure, but be terrified of regret by Deshana Barbara.
If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, big up. As always, thank you for joining the movement. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. Look, for all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. You know the model, the slogan, what we live by here on the show. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. A quote that resonates well here on the show is by Bob Marley is, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Look, if living means doing what you love to do, even if you have to fall to get back up, count me in. One question, two thought-provoking statements. First question, what if I didn't give up? What if I didn't give up? Second thought, I mean, first thought-provoking statement. Don't quit on me, beating mediocrity. Don't quit on me, beating mediocrity. And the last and final thought-provoking statement, putting the world on notice. That's by Lisa Nichols. Putting the world on notice. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the episode is inspired and entitled by Deshana Barbara called Don't Fear Failure, But Be Tired. Oh, excuse me, but be terrified of regret. Let's say that again. Don't fear failure, but be terrified of regret. And like I said, that's inspired by Deshana Barbara. You know what, family? Let's get to work. You know, as I was going through, as I normally do when I prepare for the show, what I was going to speak about, and I was running through a lot of different um, th- different clips, and it re- and when I came upon this clip, I've heard it before, and reason why I was so excited is because we all struggle with the with the notion of regret. You see, the notion of regret will sneak up on you if you're not paying attention. So you you'll you'll give up because you're not seeing the results that you thought you should get. See, it's the perception of reality when you're looking at other people that are winning in your eyes and you don't understand the backstory. See, this has happened to me countless of times. If I'm going to be honest with you, family, is that's all I do here is be so transparent that I can help and inspire someone. There's been many times I wanted to quit doing the show. You see, it's not that I didn't enjoy what I was doing. It didn't, it wasn't like that I wasn't inspired of what I was doing, but I was getting frustrated because I get up two, three, four o'clock in the morning to find the audio clips, to prepare what I'm going to talk about, to deliver the, the, the message and 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 wanting to inspire and and just get people not just excited and and not just motivated but i wanted to create new behaviors and i was telling myself i said this is this i don't want to do this anymore because i'm not seeing the traction that i believe i deserve i'm not seeing the the uh opportunities being presented to me like other people. And then I had to, I had to stop. I had to stop because it reminded me of something that 
my mom once said to me. She said to me that, son, it's up to you if you quit or not. I know that sounds simplistic, but that's how she was. She really kept it simple because anytime you try to complicate things, you're really trying to misguide and confuse someone. But she said it's that simple to make a decision to quit or not. Matter of fact, she gave me an exercise and I'm going, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll like to download that from my mental computer of, of the exercise she got. Cause see, I have a lot of things in that mental computer of mine. So here's the downloaded copy for you. She said, son, if you're about to quit or whatever decision you're going to make, I know this sounds simple, son, but this is what I'm asking of you. Write a list of pros and cons of making the decision either not to do it or to do it. So I said, okay. So I, I took the time about the show and I wrote down the pros and cons. She said, now, before you do that in anything, in any decision, if the pros outweigh the cons, you must keep going regardless if you want to or not. And I said, so I wrote down all the pros and cons of the show. And, and after I finished, the pros did outweigh the cons. See, I know that I really want to impact and inspire people. I know that there's more to this than, than just getting people excited. But, but there is no buts. Because, see, I made an agreement with myself be, that I will continue to keep going no matter what. Yes, I know that I could probably be sleeping in. Yes, I know that I don't have to do this. But what if there's someone out there that's listening that really looks forward to this, that really is inspired by this, that really is moving their day? What if I save one person's life? I've done my job. See, we can get so excited and start looking at other people's results, as I stated earlier, and, and lose what, we, what our purpose and our visions uh, is here for. Because if, if, if we, if we, when we start losing that purpose and vision, then we start getting caught up in the distractions of life. But also what can happen is, is that we'll make a decision to quit too early. And some of that can be that we're afraid of the success that we may potentially have, or we may be, we may think that that imposter syndrome, I don't know about you family. I don't know if you've ever attempted to do anything. I don't know if you're going after something right now, but you may have that imposter syndrome. Okay. I, maybe it's not you. I'll talk about me. See family in doing this, I feel like I'm being an imposter because I have struggles and, and trials and tribulations and frustrations frustrations and, and anger and disappointments and being confused, being misled, being told that if I don't do X, then they're not going to be there. Why? You get that later. What I'm saying to you, family, is, is that when I start feeling that way, I keep going anyway, because I keep going anyway, because like I said, there may be one person, maybe two, I don't know, but I have to keep going. Even when I want to quit something, something comes up in my feed or, or I hear something about somebody quitting or I learned something new about somebody quitting. It was the same thing when I decided to go back to school to get another degree. I don't care about education, family. That's a whole nother topic I said I'll talk about. And it's not that I don't care about education as far as the value of education is the fact that I don't want someone to believe that going to school and then coming out of school that you're going to be prepared for the real, real world. 
and then you pay all of this money and 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 what's the ROI on that investment? Like I said, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm even going to get books and information to support my argument. But I went back to school and and, and there was a gentleman that I seen in a hallway, the same recruiter that actually got me into the university. And I, I, I pulled him to the side. I said, hey, how is uh, classes going for you? He said, you know, it's too much. Now, you have to keep in mind, family, I, I, I didn't plan on going back to school. I wasn't excited about going back to school. And I talked to this recruiter and he got me so excited about the opportunity of, of, of what I could become by attaining a degree through that university. So I believed what he was saying or matter of fact, what he was selling. And, and for him to tell me it's too much work and he is dropping out of the program so he can fo focus on his work and family. And I'm thinking, man, you don't even know what I'm going through. You don't understand the trials and tribulations that I'm dealing with. And I'm still here. I am still reporting every day. Even after work, I worked a long, I may work a 10 or 11 hour shift, come into class. And it was a night class that ran from six to, I think it was nine or 10 o'clock at night. And then to go home, wake up in the morning and do it all over again, as far as not school, but going back to work and you're exhausted. You're like, what, what am I doing this for? And then you're writing these long 10, 15 page papers. And I was disappointed that he gave up and he was the person that got me there. But after I got to thinking about it, family, I, th I said, if, if, if he wouldn't have gotten me there, then I probably wouldn't have been able to obtain that degree matter yet his energy as far as why when he gave up and he quit it allowed me to persevere allowed me to move forward because I'm, I'm thinking to myself it goes back to he's not living what he's saying there was a story that I really liked it was about it was about a king see a king once decided that it was time for his daughter to get married he held an event to find the most brave is man in the kingdom. Several princes and hundreds of vill villagers gathered at the event. At last, the king announced the competition. I wish to find who among you is the bravest of them all. So I have a dangerous mission for you. There's a river in front of you. Yes, it's full of crocodiles. The one who can swim across and reach the other side will marry my daughter. The princes looked at each other. The, <laughs> the princes looked at each other and then the river and then at each other again. All of them hesitated to encounter such great danger and were not willing to, to swim. Suddenly, splash, a prince jumped into the water and started swimming like crazy. The masses were screaming in excitement. The, the man swam across so fast and reached the other side. The king was delighted to see such a brave man. Sent a boat to bring him back and order his servants to begin the celebration. The king walked up to the man and approached him and said, um, let me ask you a question. The man agreed and, and addressed him quickly. First, I would like to know who pushed and thrown me into the river. See, you got to understand, sometimes circumstances force us to jump into the deep waters and take risks that we wouldn't otherwise take. But this adventure may lead us to a great opportunity in the end. That's by Barry Powell. 
stories and presentations for the audience. You see, family, the reason why I love that story is because a lot of times we are pushed in situations that we're unprepared for, that we're uncomfortable in, that we are unwilling to, to, to join in, but it may be the greatest opportunity for us. It may be the blessing that we were looking for, but it wasn't, since it wasn't wrapped in a box in a bow, we, we, we're, we get confused. And when we get confused, we just kind of push it to the side. See, one thing about being complacent, and I know because I've, I've had many situations in my life where I was complacent. And when you get that wake up call and when you finally understand that complacency doesn't help you any get you any closer to your goal, it doesn't allow you a roadmap to success. What it does do is make you more frustrated and more angry because you're like, why haven't I made it there yet? And then you have to take a look at yourself and see what you're doing. See, we're afraid of the, no, the word no. Maybe you are not afraid, but I was afraid of the word no. But then when things in life events happens to you, you become kind of, well, you start having tough skin in so many words, family. I, I, I remember when uh, my mother passed and for me, a instead of switching to, you know, pouring into personal development and everything like that. I went the exact opposite way. And eventually it got to a point where I said enough is enough. And how all of these events had happened at the same time, family is losing my mom, losing a job at the same time. I was like, you, you start, you go into victim role. How many of you have said this family? What else could go wrong? And everything else that I asked what could go wrong went wrong. And I started blaming everybody else except for blaming myself. See, family, we have more control over our events as far as what we can control. I can't control what's going to happen to me or what someone is going to do to me. I, I, I just can't. You can't control what somebody is going to do to you or not do to you or do for you because that's even huge, too, because a lot of times I would I, I and I still battle with this. You get you can get caught up in doing so much and so much and then you can start creating a, a sense of resentment because of of the return and value is not coming back. And you keep asking yourself, why? What am I doing wrong? That's why I always say, you know, um, I, and well, I like what uh, uh, Lisa Nichols said, and, and it aligns with what, I, what I've been always thinking. I just didn't have the proper context to put it in. She said something about signing up to inconvenience. See, when I decided to do this show, I signed up for inconvenience and I'm not even done yet because now I have to go into something that I've honestly family It's not a fear of mine. It's just I just haven't taken the time. I've created the excuse and that's actually creating the video portion of this so you can have a video look of your boy. I mean, man. I'm telling you, I'm, you know, I'm all right. I mean, I, I'm not bad on eyes, but, you know, I'm just saying. But, yeah, creating a video portion, I've used every excuse possible. Well, you know, I work out and I'm going to be in workout clothes and I just won't have the time to shower and I won't have. But if if my life depended on me putting out the this show and for if my real job as far as, you know, wanting to inspire someone, why won't I do that? So. I owe that to you, family. 
and it's in the works. I'm I'm closer <laughs> than where than what I was. But I tell you that to say that you know we don't we want to be comfortable when we're going after our goal. Mm. We want to be we want to be so, so it, we want it to just to be an easy walk to our goal. It's sort of like you know when I work out, I, I'm on the treadmill, and all I have to do is just keep moving my feet because. As I if, if I stop moving my feet, the treadmill is going to kick me off. And see, that's like that's like life is 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 that you have to keep going after your goal be, and keep walking like you're on a treadmill, because the moment you stop. The momentum is going to push you off. And I didn't even believe at first that, that that forward momentum, but I know it's real. I know every time I stay consistent by working out and then coming to get on this show I, I it's, it's it's sort of like a relief for me it's a relief because I know it's possible I was looking at some people that that have inspired me on my journey coming here and I'm looking and I'm like they started podcasting in 2017 2018 2019 and I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna lap them. And it, it, it's not, it's, it, it, I'm competitive, but I'm not competitive in a way where I'm disrespectful. But I'm competitive in a way that, yes, I want to win. Yes, I want to be king of this. Yes, I believe that is something in me that I am pulling out of me, and it's good. And I have to practice. I know everyone understands the ten thousand hour rule, but. I understand that I have to keep moving forward. I have to keep doing this. I have to keep perfecting and crafting my skill set. So eventually when I look up from being hidden, as I told you what Tyler Perry says, that I'm looking around and I'm like, where's everybody at? See, family, whatever your goal is or whatever is that thing that keeps nudging you and you keep nudging it back like, no, I'm not ready. No, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to make that sacrifice of getting up early so I, you know, so I can beat my family up so I can do the thing that I said that I want to do. No, I don't want to go, you know, do this. No, family, you have to stop pushing back and saying no and let it happen and start Getting that forward momentum. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it might take some time. If you would have told me back in May of last year when I started this podcast that I would have done these many episodes, I would have laughed at you. I've been trying to do YouTube for three years to come up with content and it was just hit or miss. But how can I get on this mic and do it the way that I do? relentlessly with ease because I'm living in my gift but just because I got a gift that doesn't mean that it doesn't it, it requires something of me it requires that I put in work it requires something of you it requires that you study it requires that you put in work it requires that you you just don't talk about it you go out and execute you know how many people that I've heard that tell me you know man you know I would love to start uh, a podcast or you know a YouTube channel and I'd be like well why don't you well you know I gotta do this and I don't understand this and I and you know what I say right back I say are you serious or are you just playing 
do you want to talk about why you you can't do it or you want to talk about why you can? See, when you when you start changing your mindset up like that family and start thinking about why you can like I love what Les Brown talked about when he when when he uh, was talking about a, somebody saying, well, they didn't know what to do. And he, he asked a, a real thought provoking question. He said, well, if you did know what to do, what would you do? Again, I'll say it again. If you did know what to do, what would you do? And I, I thought about that. It's just like anything in life, if you did know what to do, what would you do? It makes so much sense, family, is that we, as as people, we try and complicate everything. It's like, how can this happen? How could this be? But it's, it's, it's easier in these days and times than it was before the internet. Because if you wanted to do a, a podcast or some type of, of, of show, you needed to have a, a, the equipment of a top. Man, nowadays, you can literally go on that Anchor app if you want to start a podcast and just hit record. Because now I'm understanding it's, it's this, this, this journey that I'm on. It's all about execution. It's all about it's not about trying to be first. It's trying to be consistent it's trying to be concurrent it's trying to be no it's not trying see trying is is something simple again it's it's one of those things where you you are allegedly making an attempt you have to do you have to be you have to say you know what yeah today is the day that i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i need to do and yes along the way take the required breaks family when I you know at first I was doing this five days a week but once I started studying for my PMP I understood that it, I wouldn't be able to do that so I, I won't be able to produce a show every day and that's cool so I have to understand what does that look like what days am I going to take off so I can sleep in so I could rest to make sure my mind is vi- you know viable look I'm, I'm all about getting some rest because they did an experiment or not even an experiment. If you ever, you know, heard of uh, PLD, POW prisoners of war, what you understand is when you when you create sleep, when you deprive someone of sleep, it's harder for them to think. It's harder for them to comprehend. It's harder for them to like even simple stuff of trying to, you know, brush your teeth or anything. You just don't even know what you're doing. So I'm not one of those people that be like, you know, you don't need to, you know, you don't need to rest and, you know, you don't need, you just need to go, go, go. No, because this is a journey, man. I'll tell you in a minute, I'll go take me a nap, but I'm willing to get up early enough to do everything I possibly, possibly can within that window. See, that's the thing that sometimes is left out that, yeah, if you're getting up at three or four o'clock in the morning and you are putting all of this into one uh, area of your life, let's say you say, you know what, I really want to create a show. I'm going to start off doing it once a week. Once a week, like you have to take these steps and we forget as a baby where where, uh, you, you know, you you would walk. And when you're walking, you would fall down and then you get back up and you try it again. And then it was the same thing Then, you know, it was the same thing when you transitioned to getting on a bike. You had training wheels and then eventually you got to a point. It was like, I don't need those training wheels, but it's, it's a progression. 
And sometimes we forget about the progression because we see everybody else who inspires us is winning and their backstory is sometimes not told entirely uh, entirely to us or they're not giving us the hacks that they're using they're giving us the surface level stuff where you like oh okay well you mean i can get up at at five o'clock and um work from 5 a.m to 5 a.m and no this is supposed to be a journey that even though you're going to be uncomfortable, you're still enjoying the ride. You still enjoying the process because if you start enjoying the process and the ride, by the time you get to your destination, it, it, it'll be definitely worth it. I don't know about you. It's like I am. I'm. I'm. I'm so. You, you remember when? You, well, I don't know, but I used to. When we used to take road trips, and the funny thing about road trips is, is that. When you are in the car and you're going to your road trip, you're so excited to get to your destination that the trip is worth the drive, you know, especially if you got some good people in the car with you, you guys vibing out and everything like that. But on the way home, you're thinking like, oh, man, all right, I guess I got to go get back to, 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 to life again. That trip home is not as 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 exciting as the trip to the destination. Okay, what are you saying here, Ed? What I'm saying, family, on this trip, there's going to be a lot of there may be some disappointments that you weren't prepared for, but there's going to be a lot more opportunity if you transition your mind to think like what uh, Deshana said. She said, "Don't fear failure, but be terrified." of regret. And I'm going to remix that and I'm going to say don't feel fa don't fear failure but be very terrified of regret. That's why I attempt to do a lot of things that is is out of my comfort zone because I'm like hey, okay, that didn't work out or hey, this person's going to judge me. I don't care because at the end of the day I have to feel that I didn't live with any regret or any that's why I'm going back for this, uh, taking this exam again, this PMP exam again, because I want to live with no regret. Yes, I got to go back through the study. Yes, I even found out I have to even qualify again to take the dang on the test. But I'm doing it because for me, I have something to prove to myself. I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to have any reasons why I couldn't move forward or why I couldn't do that. So today, family, if you're still here, if you're still rocking with your boy, I challenge you to pick up that thing that you've laid down, that dream, that vision, that opportunity. Go back and revisit it and make a decision today that you are going to make a step forward. I hope you enjoyed today's show, family. Remember, failing is temporary when failure is permanent. The difference is failing is you're attempting and you're attempting and you're not going to give up. Failure is you just giving up and giving in to what people have said that you couldn't be, how you couldn't live, how you couldn't do. Don't listen to them. Because you got to ask yourself, what are they doing with their life? Until next time, this has been your boy ED. Hard work and dedication. I'm not going to stop. Peace.